From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, September 24th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine has announced a new push to get shots into the arms of unvaccinated Ohioans. Bryant Somerville says this comes as health officials warn about the strain COVID-19 is placing on the state's health systems. Vax to school will be open to all Ohioans ages 12 to 25. Those who qualify by having received at least one vaccine dosage will be eligible for one of five $100,000 scholarships that can be for any Ohio college or university or can be used for career, technical, or job training education. There will also be the chance to win one of 50 scholarships valued at $10,000 a piece. Now, do the math here. That is $1 million coming out of the COVID relief fund. In a letter to the governor by the Ohio Hospital Association, in mid-July, Ohio hospitals were treating 200 COVID inpatients. Today, that number is more than 3,700. Also in that time, one out of 100 hospital patients were treated for COVID. Today, that number is one in six. A significant strain that Ohio Department of Health Director Dr. Bruce Vanderhoff says the majority is preventable, specifically with the unvaccinated. In Columbus, Bryant Somerville. The COVID-19 pandemic is more than just a health crisis. For many, it can create a financial one as well. Andrew Kinsey explains. Catching the virus can be quite expensive. A nonprofit group released a new analysis of insurance claims. It found that the average bill for COVID patients in the hospital is about $75,000. That number jumps if a ventilator is needed or if there are any days in the ICU. Those cases cost over an average of more than $300,000. I'm Andrew Kinsey. One of the victims of the Dr. Richard Strauss sexual abuse case is reacting to a judge's decision yesterday to throw out his case and more than 200 others. More from Yolanda Harris. Michael Schick said he was fondled by Strauss during physicals while he was on the OSU wrestling team in 1988. U.S. District Judge Michael H. Watson said the case couldn't go forward because Strauss's crimes were beyond the statute of limitations, which is two years for a civil case. I'm overwhelmingly full of anger right now, uh, to be honest. I'm angry at the judge. I'm angry at Ohio State. This recent case involved plaintiffs who did not accept the settlement, claiming they were owed more than what the university was offering. I'm Yolanda Harris. A lawsuit announced yesterday challenges Ohio's newly drawn state legislative districts as giving an extreme and unfair advantage to the Republican Party. The litigation filed yesterday is believed to be the first in the nation against district maps drawn under the 2020 census. An ACLU-led legal team filed the suit on behalf of voters and voter rights groups, including the League of Women Voters of Ohio. It targets a map the new Republican-dominated Ohio Redistricting Commission passed along party lines last week. It's predicted to deliver supermajorities to the GOP that are not commensurate to the party's voter turnout in the 2020 elections. An officer-involved shooting overnight in Cleveland sent a man allegedly wielding an axe to the hospital. Michael Kelly has more. This happened a little after midnight around West 106th Street near Lorraine Avenue in Cleveland. Early reports indicate that a man wielding an axe was shot by an officer and taken to Metro Health Medical Center in critical condition. Police were called to that scene to assist EMS, who'd reported the man was making threats with the tool. A 10-minute foot chase ended with an attempt to use non-lethal options. A spokesman for the patrolman's union says when those things didn't work, the officer was forced to open fire. Michael Kelly, ONN News. 
unresponsive and ill-prepared. Andrew Kinsey says those are the findings from a state audit released on the Ohio Department of Job and Family Services unemployment system. The state auditor saying the pandemic exposed cracks in the system that have been in place for decades. Those include the system being underfunded and under-equipped to handle the amount of claims processed during the pandemic. The 138-page audit offers recommendations for ODJFS to study further. The director of ODJFS says in response to that, the office has already started to make changes to shore up the process for customers and to have a plan going forward. The director says a big piece of this is updating technology, and that is also underway. I'm Andrew Kinsey. The criminal investigation surrounding the actions of a county auditor in southwest Ohio appears to be moving forward. Steve Vaughn has more. One week ago, Butler County Sheriff Richard Jones confirmed the investigation into county auditor Roger Reynolds. Now there's word a special prosecutor has been appointed to oversee the investigation. The investigators from BCI, along with the sheriff's office, came to us and asked that we, at this point, we need a special prosecutor. And a judge has approved the request. Reynolds says he did nothing wrong when he lobbied local townships for a road project that would benefit property owned by his father. Steve Vaughn, ONN. A former Ohio Supreme Court justice died yesterday morning at his home in the central Ohio city of Dublin. Andy Douglas was a member of the Board of Trustees of Block Communications, which owns the Toledo Blade. The Blade reported Douglas was diagnosed with pulmonary illness. He was elected to the state's high court in 1984. Andy Douglas was 89 years old. And as long as things go according to plan this Saturday, Ohio State Buckeyes starting quarterback C.J. Stroud will watch from the sidelines in an attempt to let his ailing shoulder heal. Dave Holmes explains. Ryan Day says he will let his starting quarterback rest against Akron, so that means either Kyle McCord or Jack Miller will start against the Zips. Ryan Day says McCord is in the lead of that race as of now, and we should not expect to see true freshman Quinn Ewers, who just isn't ready to play yet. Oh, you know, I think probably what we'll do is we'll probably, you know, have him ready in an emergency role, and as we get closer to game time, you know, we'll make that final decision exactly what we're going to do, but uh, I, I think you'll probably see some of the other quarters, quarterbacks play. At Ohio Stadium, I'm Dave Holmes. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.